0: Microphone check 1-2 what is this? It's the 5'7 assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the Rap Music Plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of a rainbow. Get, stuck. Get, stuck. get stuck, get stuck, The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. What you'll be listening to today is an installment of the Conversation Pieces series. What I'll be doing in this series is shining a light on some inspired gems of creativity and hip-hop that I've encountered, providing expanded thoughts on fly things I've taken from the art, focusing on the how and the why I believe an artist ended up accomplishing something, with a more nerdy intention that gives my completely subjective and biased take on what gives the special somethings in rap their magic. Mok has been one of hip-hop's defining artists in the past half decade or so. His singular approach to distributing his music, often as high art collectibles with big price tags, have influenced the underground hip-hop market tremendously. But obviously, Mok's not just a shrewd businessman, because the actual music that this man delivers has been nothing short of prolific and outstanding. What I feel so impresses me about Mach's artistry is that it is truly uncompromising, so much so that I feel he bent the will of listeners, forcing them to enter Mach's musical world where he delivers eccentric lyrical stylings, odd flows, along with a gritty mic quality, and they only accept this because the music found in this strange mock packaging was just so damn compelling. I myself fall into the category of those kinds of listeners that needed some adjustment time, because it took me a while to truly accept the rough and singular approach that Mok took with his music. And recently, since 2020, and certainly 2021 with the release of Pray For Haiti, Mok's status in the game has elevated tenfold, And additionally, and more specifically for the topic of this conversation piece, his music has underwent a degree of evolution that I'm going to dive into a bit further, ultimately making the case for Pray For Haiti being my favorite mock rapping performance of all time. Right off the bat, as we get into this topic, it's important to make it clear that this is a personal opinion. There is subjectivity in any music conversation. So naturally, your favorite brand of mock raps may differ from mine. But for the next handful of minutes, I'll speak to why I feel mock hit a new level with his performance on Pray For Haiti, based on the specific attributes I personally value the most in music. So on Pray For Haiti, I think mock shows his ability to maintain a certain degree of flair and eccentricity in his performance that us fans have all grown to love, while layering in additional degrees of thoughtfulness, being more considered from a content messaging and songwriting standpoint. He's remarkably eloquent and clear in thought, masterful in delivery with elements of melody too on Pray For Haiti, all set atop these gorgeous, lush soundscapes that still feel a bit worn and worked in a bit that still overall fits in the gritty raw mock universe this is a tightrope of beat selection that Westside side gun has achieved countless times in his career and the results definitely translate to pray for haiti as this was executive produced by Westside Gunn gun himself you can see some of the best melodic moments for example of mock's entire career on this album with perfection found in the singing on stellar ray theory and the melodies on marie i think it's simply a matter of priority where i think mock is entering a stage in his career after being a big trailblazer in the indie scene is now starting to shift his focus to wanting certain messages to be more clearly received by the listener versus before where i feel that He was content with his jewels in his lyrics to be said in complex and very coded ways that may not always resonate or be understood by not even just the typical listener, but even the typical underground, lyrically focused listeners. Nowadays, though, Mox seems more intent on communicating in a way that's clearer, peeling back some of that abstraction. This clarity manifests itself in lyrics that are focused on his newfound success and how he was able to pave his way to his impressive perch in the rap game. Instead of making you decode his verses for days, Mach gets to the point in a more clear way and generally focuses more of his time actually trying to communicate these ideas and perspectives to the listener. Past the lyrical content, Mach's quotables are insane on Pray for Haiti, and I feel I've never sounded better. Pray for Haiti displays Mach's most impressive showing of marksmanship, which I think overall is a better fit within this more direct, less abstract lyrical approach. Since you get so many more meaty quotables on this album, like the, in this age of instant gratification, the only real commodity to have is patience. These wise jewels are not only more abundant on Pray For Haiti, but they are delivered in a manner that stamps these ideas into your mind as a listener, resonating more strongly due to the clarity and directness of the lyricism. This change in focus and purpose, I feel, is also directly reflected in the musical choices made on this album and all of the full-length albums released since, I would say, Mox Hard Lemonade, where I first noticed this lyrical shift in approach begin. As his vocal mix is miles more clean now, with beats that are similarly more smooth, more polished, giving more room for his words and the meaning behind his words to fully permeate the listener, showing that there is a clear difference in intent between Mock's creation of an album like Pray For Haiti versus his Triz series from this year that harkens back to that unapologetically idiosyncratic and dense approach of his earlier work that is don't get me wrong great still i really have enjoyed that triz series but i'm not getting the same kind of lyrical content and same kind of nuggets of wisdom that i get on a pray for haiti it's just not trying to do the same thing and finally this change of focus is aligned to Mock's ambitions as an artist nowadays which was illuminated in a great piece with Pitchfork from earlier this year, written by Dylan Green, a.k.a. CinemaSci of Real Notes, where Mox stresses that although he appreciates his day one fans, he really does want more people to start tapping into his damn music. This desire for broadening his fan base, casting a bigger tent, if you will, is also aligned to some of the actions that accompany this record Pray For Haiti seeing as he has donated his cut of the profits to a fund focused on providing education through the form of a technology institute for kids in Haiti. All in all, not only is the shift to a more clear and accessible, or at least more accessible approach apparent in the music and its surrounding actions, it has led to mock performances that are more up my alley because even if I adore his denser, more abrasive stuff in his catalog as well, the way he's able to marry those same oddball sensibilities with some more substantive lyrical content, punchier songwriting, I believe has elevated Mox artistry to a new level. Now if you take a terrific album earlier in his discography that I believe can be Contrasted pretty significantly with Pray For Haiti is the great Dump God Homie* edition. With this album, you can see the appeal is less about the what behind what he's saying, but it's more so in the how he's saying it. With an uncompromising, punk, fuck-it-all attitude to traditional rap norms, that is infectious, it's invigorating, no doubt. With impressively coded lyricism that dazzles in its density and colorful lyrical patterns, with very little to no time spent on hooks at all, all delivered with that classically rough vocal mixing that Mock's earlier career was trademarked by. But what we lose in the process with an album like Dump God Homie Edition, in comparison with Pray for Haiti, is that the content is harder to grasp. It's less direct. It's more rugged and unpolished and abstract. Even though mock is still speaking from a similar perspective, it's not like the dude has completely changed his worldview. As it relates to the themes of being independent with this unapologetic confidence and conviction in his business practices and his uniquely abstract musical style, how that is communicated in the music is simply not as clear and easy to understand from the listener's perspective and personally i prefer when the messaging is just a bit more clear especially when it comes to a Makami, because i believe his grasp on history and culture is remarkably strong and intriguing so he has a lot to say and i would prefer to be one able to understand his thoughts a bit more often and i'd also like for him to focus on the message behind his lyrics a bit more closer to how he approached pray for haiti to be clear i'm not actually saying that pray for haiti is necessarily my favorite mock album ever i don't believe it is actually in particular some of the production is just a bit too easy breezy for me at times i do believe there could have been a better balance struck between the grittiness that mock albums always bring and kind of dialing that up just a bit to where there was more moments like a magnum band that is still beautifully rich musically but it's still packed that more dusty and more hard-hitting flavor but as it relates specifically to mock as a singular element of the record this is my favorite performance of his ever In many ways, it feels like Mach on Pray for Haiti is less insular in his focus. The outside world now looms as much more of a relevant element in his artistic equation, and it leads to the best Mach I believe we have ever seen, whose insanely one-of-a-kind abstract mind is complemented by the most complete arsenal of artistry that we have seen from Mach so far in his career. I am just so wildly impressed by his performance on this album and it makes my previous Pray for Haiti review, albeit still roughly a good summary of my thoughts, a bit underselling just how amazing his performance is because over time, I really can't get enough of this album. It is definitely one of my absolute favorites from Mach and is a testament to what makes Mach such a once in a generation artist that we have in hip hop so there we have it another episode of the rap music plug podcast presented by qlc tv i hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip hop music has to offer if you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible It would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug Podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all, though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time i spend on this show already but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the rmpp has experienced recently big shout out to dano of free music empire levi mahima jeff mitch dash lewis pancake cleaner trey noah justin brandon joe gavin matt teddy failey jackson Kian, Slumber Logic, Fatman Tomb, and Khalid for your generous support through the Patreon. I really appreciate it. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just wanna keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RapmusicPlugPod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace.